Welcome to the Men Made For More podcast, a show designed by men for men looking to get strong, feel confident, and live a high-performing life. As men, we face many challenges as we try and strive for a better life. We want to live a meaningful and confident life, but don't know where to start. You've lost your physical and mental edge that's keeping you from living out your full potential. You're tired of talking about doing big things, and you're ready to start living it. With the Men Made For More podcast, our goal is to teach you how to strengthen your body, your mind, and your purpose on your way to reaching your full potential. It's time to start living as the man you know you can be to help lift up those that matter most in your life. In this podcast, we'll leave no stone unturned as to what it takes to get out of your comfort zone and step into living a strong, confident, and high-performing life. We'll focus on the topics that matter most for helping you develop into the man you were made to be. Our goal is to not only build strong men physically, but to help coach and develop strong friends, sons, brothers, fathers, business owners, and professionals in every area of your life. I'm your host, Dr. Dave Paschkowski, proud husband, business owner, physical therapist, and strength coach with a passion for helping other men strengthen their body, their mind, and their purpose. Wherever you're at in your journey, remember that you're made for more. I'm excited to have you here with us today. Now let's dive into today's episode of the Men Made For More podcast. Hey guys, welcome to today's show. We're talking about the power of journaling today. And this is something that I have practiced with and gotten a ton of benefit from over the years. Those that I've helped implement this with too have gotten incredible benefits from. And it's something that I want to share with you guys because it's so simple. It's so readily available. It's so easy to implement and it provides so much benefit. And we're going to talk specifically about journaling here in today's show, but this also applies to any kind of practice you can put in place where you can regularly review some of the things they're going to be talking about to make sure that you're making progress in the right areas and that you're properly managing uh, stresses, managing emotions. And that's something as guys, we struggle so much with. Because if you are anything like me, if you've ever struggled with too much stress, a lack of clarity, frustration, trouble managing emotions, then I want you to consider giving a regular journey practice an honest shot. And most guys I work with and that I know and that I talk to struggle with organizing their thoughts and emotions. And there is an incredible power in a journaling practice to help bring more clarity to whatever you're feeling, whatever is on your mind. Listen up to today's show to learn more about the importance of journaling, my experience with it, and how to get started if it's something that you're interested in. So first off, I just want to clear up what journaling is and what it is not. Simply writing something down in a journal is technically journaling. So we don't have to overcomplicate it. We don't have to make it into this big thing. It's simply just putting pen to paper and it can be structured, but it can be very unstructured as well. It doesn't have to start with, this is the biggest thing we need to clear up, but it is not. It doesn't have to start with you writing dear journal every time you write in it. This is not uh, like we might see it depicted in you know, movies or shows or for you know little, little kids or people that are you know starting a journaling practice. Uh, this is something that guys can implement and is a very powerful tool. Most guys I talk to and work with don't know how to properly manage their stress or their emotions. They feel overwhelmed, they feel overworked, and they never have time to really process what they're feeling, what they really want or what they need, or the direction they're actually heading. And this can have so many negative effects in the short term and in the long term. In the short term, it can lead to poorly managed emotions or stress, not showing up as your best self, feeling overwhelmed, being reactive versus proactive, 
And in the long term, it can cause you to slowly get off track. It can cause you to have chronic low levels of stress, which we've talked about in previous shows, the negative effects that are very real, both physically and mentally with those low levels of stress. It can result in a lack of seeing the bigger picture. And this is huge. Are you really heading in the right direction? Are you working on the right things? Are you focusing on what truly matters? If you don't stop to reflect on these things, and if you fail to address any of these questions, that can lead to a life that slowly gets off track from what really matters the most. And I think that's one of the scariest things that guys face today. We are putting our head down, we're plugging away, we're working, but are we really working on the right things? Are we really going the right direction? Are we leading those that uh, we're responsible for leading in the right direction? And I know how hard it is to be proactive with something like this, to actually carve the time out when you already feel overwhelmed or short on time. But however, these important questions need to get reflected on or need to get answered, whether it's journaling or something else, you have to find a way to regularly reflect on them. And I think that journaling is an amazing way to do this. Uh, from my personal experience with journaling, it's something that I kind of did off and on. And every time I implemented it, I felt so much more peace. I felt so much less anxiety, so much more clarity. It's where I find a lot of clarity in the problems I'm facing. It's where I get those answers to tough questions, especially I mean, questions in life and family and decisions and our business of, of which way, you know, do we go right or do we go left or do we stay straight? And that's, uh, you know, something that the power of getting pen to paper can really help me answer some of those things and get out of my own head. It's where I process through things. It's where I make sense of things that are challenging or perplexing to me. It's where I channel energy into the most meaningful things in my life. So I firmly believe that action, and we've talked about it, you have to take action, you have to get started, but you also need to find this balance of stepping back and reflecting on what really matters the most. What are the most meaningful things in your life? And are you heading in that direction? Are you actually following through in that? Do you have a plan to actually address those things? And I use it across all areas of my life. This isn't a, you know, one silo of my, this isn't just for work or just for health. It's all those things. It's the, it's the overall life direction that I'm taking. It's, you know, I'm very, I'm very big on it. And I, I, I hope I can convince you guys to do the same of, of knowing the direction you're heading in your life. Don't just aimlessly wander through and react to opportunities that come up. Don't react to opportunities that present themselves or, you know, feel like, cause you're, in this job or you're on this path in your life and your relationships that you stay on that path. You can dictate and steer that ship a little bit. And while I, uh, for those who know my spiritual beliefs, I don't believe we're in complete control, but I, I do sure believe that uh, we play a big role in the outcome of our day-to-day, -day, the outcome of how the next weeks look, how your next months look, how the next years look. We have a big role uh, in determining the quality of the life we're living and living a life that's true to what we're supposed to be doing. And if we're not reflecting on that, if we're not reflecting on where we are and where we want to be, we might miss the boat. And that's something that, like I said, I think is scary to think about that, that some people are not giving this the amount of thought that it deserves. And I use it for life direction. I use it for other areas of, of my life as well. Spiritually, I think it's important to uh, be able to uh, connect in a in a different way, and for me, that's uh, connecting to God. And through writing out prayer, through doing those things, sometimes that just helps you to connect to you know whatever it is you believe in. Connect in a different way uh, through pen and paper is different than 
for me, simply praying and trying to verbalize that is much different than being able to write it out. And there's, there's just, I can't really explain it. It's just, it's different. And Lindsay and my, in our marriage, that's something I use to make sure that I'm showing up for her, that I'm treating her well, that I'm uh, actually reflecting and finding ways to make sure that I'm not being too selfish, that I'm again, reflecting so that I can better act, that I can better have purposeful actions. I use it in my fitness and health. This is where I work through a lot of problems of, do I want to go this direction or this direction? Do I want to focus on strength? Or do I want to be an overall more rounded person? How does that look? I'm currently doing my own programming. And if I don't write that out, if I don't brainstorm a ton of that stuff in terms of nutrition, fitness, health, then I get lost in my own head. And I use it in our business as well. Goal setting, working through problems, working through things that come up. There's no shortage of things that do come up daily, every single day. And uh, being able to not just work through the tough problems, but feel out which problems actually need to get worked on too. So it might be, I have this list of 50 things that came up and maybe only three of those actually need purposeful action. And if we don't take the time to reflect on that, we're going to miss those things that are so needed. So as you can see, this has become a much needed routine in my life. And uh, I hope you guys are willing to give it a shot. And if you are interested in exploring the power of journaling and simply getting used to writing out what's on your mind and finding a practice involved with that, I want to share a few practical steps and strategies that I've learned based on my experience and in my experience of helping other people implement this practice as well. That might be helpful uh, if it's something that you're either interested in getting started or something maybe you've previously done that you want to get back to. And this might go without saying, but the first thing you need is a physical journal. And it doesn't matter what you use, but I highly recommend not going digital with this. I know it seems seems obvious and I was hesitant to start with that, but a lot of people are like, oh, I'll, I'll jot notes down on my phone or write it out on my phone. Or I'll type it up on the computer. I do not think that's the same. I think there's a lot of power in getting pen to paper, writing things out for a lot of reasons that I probably can't explain. But the other problem with going digital is that you're holding something very, very powerful in your hand as well. If you're on the computer, if you're doing things, it is so easy to get distracted. I'm sure you don't have to think too far back to the last time you opened up your phone to check something specifically and you ended up down some rabbit hole or down something that you did not intend to go down. And that's the problem with going digital uh, is that it brings stress. It brings distractions. If you're holding, you know, if you're typing up on your computer and that's the same computer you do all your work on, there's some different stress associated with that. So get a physical journal and it could be a notebook. It can be anything, but get a pen you like to write with, find a journal and use that. Next thing, be fully focused on the task and so no distractions. This goes pretty closely with the last point, but don't be trying to be thinking of other things. Don't have other things around you that will distract you, uh, whether you're doing it for a minute, 10 minutes, half hour or longer, make sure you're fully in the journaling practice and not trying to do some other things, not trying to multitask because that will defeat the, the biggest benefit of being able to really mentally wrap your head around some of the things that uh, you're trying to. Now, as far as the X's and O's go in terms of strategy, you have a few options to consider when starting out with this process. There's really no right structure, but here are a few ideas to consider for in terms of how to get started. Okay, I'm, I'm ready to do this. What do I actually do? So you can do more freeform style of just, you know, writing out more of the, you know, whatever's on your mind. If it's, if it's something that uh, you're having a hard time 
maybe really wrapping your head around or some, some problem you're specifically working through, uh, just start writing. Just it's called free form. Think of it like letter format, just start writing and don't worry about where it takes you. Just write and write and see what comes up. And that might guide you down a specific thing. A recurring theme might keep coming up that you can dive into a little deeper. I love using, uh, second thing I love using is questions for journaling. Ask yourself questions. Start with a question at the top of the page, a question that provokes some thought, some reflection, and then simply just answer the question. Questions to give you guys a general starting point. Like I said, there's no right answers. Some of the ones that I either currently am using or have used in the past that have been helpful are things like, how can I challenge myself today? How can I show up for those around me? How can I add value or serve someone in my life today? What am I currently struggling with? How is it growing me? And what is the best next step? Or how can I show up with excellence today? These are things that are questions you can use that are thought provoking, that are making sure that you're staying on the right path for showing up as the person that you want to be. And said, so these are I don't know, five or so questions of thousands you can probably, probably answer. But the important thing is making sure that those questions are reflecting on the person you want to be and giving you the means to be able to answer those questions honestly and see how you can improve. Another way you can use it is by problem solving. So I use this one a lot in our business of maybe you have a tough problem that's coming up. Maybe, you know, it could be something related to family. It could be something related to work. Maybe you have a new career opportunity or a direction you can potentially pivot into or an opportunity you have to say yes or no to then it's a great way to just do some problem solving, write the problem out, attack it from all angles, get pen to paper and see what you can figure out see if it brings more clarity. It usually does. I love, and pretty much anytime I journal, there's usually a component of what I call a brain dump on there. And this leads directly to all the overwhelm and the stress that can pile up in my head and probably piles up in a lot of people's heads is we just have all these things incoming into our minds. We have all these requests, all these things. And sometimes you can't even process it. You're like, I, I just feel anxious. If you've ever had that feeling where you're like, I just feel anxiety building up and I don't even know what, what is causing it. Good old fashioned brain dump means just, okay, I'm going to list, I'm going to make a bullet point list. I'm just going to write down anything that's on my mind, a master to do list of everything I'm thinking about, anything I'm doing, anything I have to do. And you'll find out, you, you'll, you'll probably come to some pretty, pretty cool realizations with this, that you're at much more peace when you see it all on paper, when it's not, when you're not trying to do your, your mental Rolodex with it, you'll find much more clarity from seeing it. And there's probably not as many things as you really think there is. I find this all the time. A lot of people that talk about how overwhelmed they are, stressed they are, and we have a lot of things on our minds, just in general as a society, but also maybe not as much as we think when we're like, oh, I have a hundred things to do. I'm like, okay, list, list them all out, number them one to a hundred and let me know what you come out with. And people get to like, you know, 15 or 20 things they really have to do. And when they look at it, they're like, oh, well, maybe, maybe I don't have a hundred things to do, but it still feels like a lot. But then you have this list of maybe 20 things to do or 20, 20 things that are, you know, require a decision. And then from there, it's like, okay, well, which of these, you know, let's narrow it down to what are the top, what are the five either most important and most urgent ones right now? And then it's like, okay, now we got to coach through the whole, okay, how do you take those five and how do you pick the, the next one thing that you can be working on? 
And this, this is the same process we use for our goal setting process. The same thing I help coach people through is, is just working on creating some prioritization, creating a system to be able to actually tackle these things. Don't tell yourself there's a hundred things to do. If there's not a hundred things to do, usually there's much less and it's much more manageable than you think. And getting on paper can really relieve a lot of that anxiety and stress. Last thing in terms of some strategies of what to write about is, and this is going to sound a little woo-woo, uh, this is something I haven't done in a while, but I have seen some uh, incredible things from it in the past when I've done it, is writing a letter to yourself from your older self. And hang with me here. I know it seems a little out there, but there's been times in my life where it's just you feel incredibly lost. You're like, am I, in the, am I in the right direction? Am I doing the right things? Am I like, I thought I would be further than this. I thought I'd be doing this. I, you know, we, especially for people out there that are, you know, trying to achieve more and trying to just be better. It's, there's these frustrations that can happen. And we worry about things that are really not significant on the big scheme of things. And if you're in that situation and you're struggling with that, picture yourself, you know, 20 years down the road, having accomplished everything that you wanted to have accomplished, having to, you know, living as the person that you see yourself capable of living as. And what would your older self, your future best self say to your current you right now? And I don't want to give too much guidance on this. I just want you to, to write with that if you're, if you're trying something like that. And it's, it's a powerful exercise. So I, I, I recommend you trying it out. Uh, even if you're maybe not dealing with something super serious, but if you are, uh, recommend you consider giving that a shot. Cause it's something that again, I haven't done in a while as I was uh, writing up some notes for, for the show. That was something that came to mind that I remember I used to do though, and is a, a really cool exercise. So a couple other practical points that I want to leave you guys with before wrapping things up here today is write less than you think you can. I think the consistency of this is huge. And the more consistent you are, the better with something like this, but write less than you think you can. You might be motivated the first day out and you end up writing like you know, five pages of stuff. Cause you're like, man, I have so much in my, I have so much I want to get out there, but that is not sustainable over time. Right. If you think you can write five pages, write a paragraph to start and just get in the habit of writing a little bit. And when I say paragraph, it can be some of those other things too. do, you know, a shorter brain dump, do uh, shorter bullet points, but do less than you think you can. And that'll help you sustain it more for the long term because it's this long-term regular practice that really yields the most benefit. Now, hopefully your view on journaling has changed since listening to this because it can be truly powerful for managing stressors, emotions, and gaining incredible clarity in your life. And Abraham Lincoln once said, one of my favorite quotes, give me six hours to chop down a tree. And I'll spend the first four sharpening the ax. And like I talked about, I fully believe that taking action is key, but you have to make sure that it's purposeful action laser focused and pointing you in the right direction of where you actually want to go. And I think journaling is a great way to achieve this. If you find a better way to do it, great. All the power to you. Uh, but I think this is something extremely powerful and helpful that can be implemented. And it's that preparation time that makes your actual action time so much more effective. I would rather uh, like in that case, if you can do two hours of extremely purposeful, laser focused, driven action, versus six hours of kind of aimlessly like, oh, I'm kind of crossing some things off my to-do list, but not sure if I'm going in the right direction. I guarantee you those two hours will be more impactful than those six hours when they're done with that extreme level of purpose and clarity. 
and just imagine being less stressed, less reactive to what life throws at you and more confident and proactive in the direction you're heading and the steps for actually getting there. And all this is possible with some purposeful reflection. So really want you guys to consider trying this, implementing this. And uh, again, I just, I, uh, I hope this changed your view a little bit on journaling or maybe either inspired you to get back into it or to try it as a, a way to dealing with some of the stressors. Cause I know, uh, especially for the guys listening, uh, it's, it's not easy. We're, we're already overworked. We're already overwhelmed. We like, where are we possibly going to find the time for that? But this has been really impactful for me and I hope you guys can find the same thing for it. So thanks for listening in. If you need help with getting clear on these things, uh, this is similar to the goal setting process. We use some of the, the steps that I use for journaling and there's a link for that in the, the show notes there. If you guys want to check it out, it's the five steps you need to achieve your big goals. It uh, takes you through our specific goal setting process that I use with uh, my coaching clients and can help at least give you some clarity of what to focus on, what to make sure that you're taking that purposeful action. And if you did enjoy today's show, or if you're considered getting into journaling, I'd love, I'd love to hear who's listening and what you guys are taking from it. So if you have any specific questions or other content suggestions, things you want to see more of other training, fitness, health mindset, things you want to see, send me an email at Dave at iostrengthperformance.com. The email's there in the show notes to keep the conversation going. Thanks again for listening, guys. Hope you guys enjoy your weekend if you're listening to this on the Friday. If not, enjoy the rest of your day, and I'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of the Men Made for More podcast. I hope you found today's show valuable and that you have some actionable strategies you can apply to your life today. If this is your first time listening, thanks for being here. The aim of this podcast is to provide a ton of the best possible content to help you grow in your journey to becoming the best version of yourself. If you enjoyed the podcast and found it helpful, please make sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review. These subscriptions and reviews help other like-minded men discover the podcast and take the next step in strengthening their body, their mind, and their purpose. If you're a regular listener, I can't thank you enough for investing in yourself in this show. Please make sure to share this with a friend or post on social media and tag me with your favorite part from today's show. If you haven't already, make sure to join the Men Made For More Facebook group to be a part of a community of like-minded men that are elevating their game and living for more by searching Men Made For More on Facebook. Keep challenging yourself, growing, and know that it's okay to get out of your comfort zone and know that you're made for more. Thanks for listening and see you guys soon.